Hi, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. This is Isabel Ross, the coach at Peak Endurance Coaching Australia. Today, I am talking about do ultra runners need to do speed work? Okay, so first things first, let's clarify what is meant by speed work. True speed is actually very short sprints of about 10 to 15 seconds, and they work on developing the neuromuscular system of the body. However, when most runners are talking about speed work, they're talking about things like interval repetitions and tempo work and so forth. So for ease of conversation, I will be calling it speed work simply so that we keep the language the same, but um, knowing that there is differences between them. Now, many ultra runners used to think, well, I run long and slow in the race, so why should I need to work on my speed? Fortunately, this has changed a lot, um, and um, now ultra runners tend to know about doing speed work, but I still find that there are many who don't. And that concept of running long and just going for long runs used to work, but it's really not the case anymore. In case you haven't noticed, a lot of ultra runners are running quite fast. And in my mind, runners training for a 100k race can easily do marathon training with simply adding some longer long runs into the mix. In saying that, I still think it's really important to train specifically with your race in mind. That is, have a look at your the race that you've chosen. Does it have hills? Does it have technical trail, stairs, flat roads? a combination of all of these, whatever it is, and then you use those details to create your interval and tempo sessions that replicate um, what you're going to be racing on to a certain extent and the ways that you are going to be racing to ensure that you are working specifically towards your goal race. Now, um, of course, before you start on any formal um, interval sessions and so forth, you need to get the body ready for the harder work to come. So I would assume you've done your base miles and then you would start adding in things like strides and short hill sprints. Now strides are basically 100 metre repeats or 30 seconds run at about 90% effort. Then short hill sprints are about 10 to 15 seconds up a steep hill with a minimum, an absolute bare minimum of one minute recovery. Now you may think, well, I'm only doing 10 to 15 seconds. What do I need so much recovery for? Can I just jog back down, which might be, you know, 30, 40 seconds? No, you really need to have that one minute recovery to get the heart rate rate right down and to allow that full recovery to occur before you do the next one. That's because once again, this is true speed work. We are focusing on the neuromuscular system. The uphill sprints can be done as full sprints, you know, up on the toes as you're sprinting up the hill or as leaping bounds or as high knee drills. Um, And these sorts, doing them slightly differently help to promote strength in the legs, the feet and the ankles, as well as, as I said, developing the neuromuscular system. And once again, I will emphasize it again, the full recovery is important. You can go even longer than a minute. Um, Then after a few weeks, um, depending on how much time you've got before you race, of preparing the body for the harder work, you can now start on the more serious work of intervals of varying lengths and um, tempo sessions, once again, of varying lengths, because tempo sessions can come in many forms. Now, the reason for introducing these more formal interval and tempo sessions is because not all races are run at a steady pace. Many ultras actually start quite fast. You think about those races where you don't have a long um, 
say road or, or fire road section before you're hitting the single track you want to get as far up the field as you can so you're not stuck in a conga line walking single track that normally you could quite easily run so in that case you want to be able to sprint off the line once again in that kind of race Although it's an ultra, I would almost say if you know that you're going to have to sprint off the line like that, that you need to do some sort of warm-up. Although I don't normally, for, for 100 k's or 100 miles, you don't really need to do much warm-up for that sort of thing than I would. <clears throat> Another reason to include harder work in your ultra program is because sometimes you will need a burst of speed throughout the race. You've come up on a competitor and you want to push past them looking you know, fresh as a daisy. So you need that speed inside you to be able to get through it. Also, you might be going through a hard patch and although you may not utilise speed per se, you're utilising the, the strength and the fortitude that you've developed through speed work to get you through that hard patch, to get up a hill, a, a short, steep hill. And also doing this sort of work just generally increases your leg speed, your turnover and your strength. Although I um, am a big proponent of keeping easy days easy and hard days hard, the beauty of interval sessions and especially tempo runs is that they actually increase your cruising speed overall. So that means that your general ability to run at a faster speed but comfortably this increases over all your runs. Now it doesn't, it might not happen in one season, it might take a couple of seasons but um your cruising speed should be increased, meaning the pace that feels easy, where your heart rate's not too high, and which feels comfortably easy, would should increase, and that's your what we call your cruising speed. And this should um, ultimately lead to faster race times. Also, as you get tired in an ultra, it's very easy, as you well know, to get into shuffle mode. Um, and this is particularly detrimental if you are doing a trail ultra because, of course, then you can be tripping over rocks and roots and so forth, which can, um, well, it, it can lead to some accidents if you're not really careful. Obviously, you will still get into shuffle mode at some point in an ultra, no doubt, because um, it's, it's a long and tiring race. But with some formal harder training in your program, this can be delayed. And that's what we want to do is to delay this for as long as possible. And in that way, then you can hold on to your form and your pace for a longer time before the heavy fatigue hits. Doing harder efforts also teaches you how to deal with the pain of working hard. Now, obviously, it's not possible to do long ultras every weekend. You can't go out and train all day every day on the weekends so you don't really get to experience the pain of running for an incredibly long time um, and thus you might go into the ultra unprepared but doing interval work teaches you how to keep running when you are feeling the pain of the effort I'm not talking about pain of injury or pain of hurting yourself but the pain of working hard it teaches you to keep pushing when that little voice on your shoulder is telling you to stop maybe just back the pace off a bit so it doesn't hurt as much to give up oh it's not that important doesn't really you know you've all heard the voice we all hear it and it's whether or not you can keep going and keep pushing hard hearing that voice doing um especially doing tempo efforts like for one or two hours teaches you how to keep going keep pushing hard even when that voice is telling you that if you just backed it off it probably wouldn't feel quite so uncomfortable so when you get to your ultra and you've done this um harder formal work it's there in your back of your mind and you know that you have pushed through through that through that um, discomfort and through that voice and you know that you are prepared 
to for how to deal with that because it is really hard if you haven't dealt with that voice before it's so easy to give up and that's how many dnfs happen so you can draw on your knowledge that oh i've dealt with this voice before i can tell it to be quiet and I can keep going and I can let it talk but just let it be and and keep going regardless. This leads to a greater belief in yourself before and during the race and thus will lead to more confidence going into a race. I mean you're still everyone still gets nervous I'm sure and which as they always say shows that you care and shows that it's important to you and, and there's nothing wrong with nerves but it's good to have that feeling inside you yeah I can I know when the going gets tough that I will be able to keep pushing hard. So that is just some of the reasons why it is important to include some sort of harder training in your ultra program. Next training talk, I will talk about the specific actual work, like what sort of intervals you should do. Obviously, I've touched on the um, preparing the body, but next time we'll talk about the different kinds of intervals, the different kind of tempo sessions, because tempo sessions are not necessarily just going out and running for an hour at tempo pace. There's a variety of different things you can do, and they all work on different systems and different um, mental fortitude sort of things that you can work on so it's really important to know what else there is and also it's it's just good for the interest level to mix things up a bit I certainly find if I had to do the same sessions every week for three months I think I would get pretty bored with the program so it's good to be able to do something different as well to keep it fresh now next week's podcast will be with the amazing Nikki Wind once again. She is off to the World Championships for the 24 hours um, and we will be talking to her about how her preparations are, have been going, how she's feeling in regards to how ready she is, what maybe, hopefully she'll share what her goals will be, but we all know that's, that's a little bit scary sharing what our race goals are, especially on a public forum such as this. Uh, David Edie, her husband, will also be there because he's going um, to France with her and will be crewing for her. So it would be interesting to get his perspective on what is required from him as a crew because, of course, it's still a tiring effort for him staying up for 24 hours and being on the ball for her and making sure all her needs are met. So it will be interesting to hear from him and what he has to say and what's involved in being a good crew. So that's a couple of podcasts to look forward to. And um, I hope that you will connect and listen to those. In the meantime, I would love it if you could subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and also if you could leave a review. That would be really awesome and would help me out because subscribing and um, adding a review helps to increase the awareness of the podcast. So I'd really appreciate it if you could do that. So thanks for listening to this week's training talk and I hope your training is going really well. Thank you.